0: Okay, we're starting with Hashem, Daphnun Gimel, right, the third the last line on Nun base, and we're jumping back into the Mishnah discussed, Ksubas bin in Dichrid. So we know that that is, the Gemara went through that in order to incentivize the father of the bride to marry off his daughter, because the best he can, how, <coughs> how can he um, make his daughter more marketable? So he does that by increasing the nadunya. That's the best way. It's not, right, like we're Rashi explained it. It's not proper uh, to kind of put her out there. So what we do is we increase the nadunya, and then everybody's going to know, and then she's going to get married. Now, the problem is, is that if we give nadunya, ksuba is always a, we'll call it a 50-50 proposition, meaning the only time the husband has to pay out the ksuba is if, if he dies before the wife or divorces his wife. However, if the wife would die first, the husband, Yarshin's the wife, and the ksuba, along with it, the nadunya, would be gone from the wife's, essentially, inheritance and family. It would all go to the husband and, ostensibly, to his children. So we have this idea of ksubus benendichur, and it's a tenai bezdin that bezdin that came up with. It was one of the things written into the ksuba, that <coughs> it's, that if the woman dies first, and then once the husband passes, that portion that would have been the k'suba, like the Gemara said at the end, the entire amount, not just the adunya, even though that's the reason, the impetus was to protect the nedarim, but the entire amount would then pass to has to go to male heirs, like the din of yerusha. Like we said, k'suba has been indifferen;t kind of plays with both. It's got to be in some ways it's, it functions as a k'suba, in some ways it functions as a yerusha. So it still has to work within. Some of the rules of Yerusha, but it's going to go to the male sons that they had together. And that is the idea of Kzusman and So Now we're going to start with the story. Repapa Yasikle Le third, third uh, to last line in the basement base. Rapapa Yasikle Le So he did a shidduch for his son with Bay Abbasura. With Abasura. Abba who was Bay Abasura? So that was actually his father-in-law. So of Papa, essentially and his uh, Rapapa Papa and his shver were doing a shiduf, so Rapapa's son was going to marry his father's wife's sister. Okay, so he had to go negotiate in the dunya with his for his son. He had to negotiate with his shver. So a So he went to go write ksuba. Shama Yehuda bar So Yehuda bar heard uh, that Rapapa was coming. So Nafak also. Okay, he came. He went out to go greet him. It's he saw Rapapason son the So again, so he accompanied him to Abasura's house, to Shver's house. So Rapapa shows up in town at his Shver's house to go negotiate Ksuba for his son. Goes to negotiate his son is going to be marrying his Shver's daughter or his wife's sister. Obviously must have been with a different uh, mother, but um, wife's uh, <clears throat> so wife's sister and and um, Sorry. And uh, shows up, Rebbe Yehuda shows up to greet him, and then they get to the house of Be'er gets to his shver's house. So Rebbe Yehuda says, okay, nice to see you, Rebbe Papa. He's going wait, to wait right here. So Papa said, no, no, come, you Rebbe Yehuda, come in with me. So he wasn't, inter- he wasn't interested. Okay, Yehuda, de- Yehuda did not want to come in with him to the shver. So Rebbe my Says, Why don't you want to come with me as I'm going to negotiate in the dunya for my son? So he says, Misha, mm-hmm. maybe my datech, mm-hmm. Misha, the Amar LeShmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, because Shmuel gave advice, to Yehuda, Shininolei to have a ba'avur Don't take part in any sort of messing with avurin achsanta, messing with Yerusha. Don't get involved in uh in, in probate. More more specifically, the avurin achsanta, afilu mi brabisha lebratava. And essentially, what he was saying was, well. We And the Gemara had actually bavarned this, right? We discussed, I, how, could, how could we make a Tanai Bezdin against what seems to be rules of Yerusha Daraisa? So essentially, any time a man gives a adunya to his daughter, he's diminishing the assets of his estate. So he's essentially bypassing or subverting what the, at least if we said it's not the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law as far as where the Torah wanted his possessions to go. So maybe, you know, that's why maybe Rapapa said, the didn't want to come in. Ah, you're going to do Nadunya's. I, I don't want to get involved in dunya, dunya is always, by its nature, by its very nature, are subverting what they really, the Torah wants, and therefore, said Shmuel, <clears throat> and Why did Shmuel say this? Don't move it around, because you might think that you're going to give more to a better son, and worse to a, a Zara Bisha, a worse son, no, you don't never really know, maybe the worst son will end up having good, great kids and the whole, the whole impetus for you trying to move things around um, was wrong. So if a kolshah came, we brought a labarta, And for sure, so if you shouldn't move it from a good son to a bad son, meaning, so for sure, from a broad to a barta. Uh, from a bad son to a good son. So for sure, from a broad to, bro, bro to a barta, who she is not even in the Yerusha game. Okay? So the Gemara, right? So, so again, Papa said, ah, maybe Rabbi Huda, maybe you don't want to come in because of that. So he says, If that's your reason, I don't understand. This is also, the whole concept in the dunya is a takana can the Rabbanon. Okay, that we see, we, we explained, and we went through, the, there's a Pasuk in Yirmiya that says, even though it's, it, the, 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 the Rabbanon had the ability to make a Tanai Bezin that is against the spirit of the law because of the Pasuk in Yirmiya, Right, we said, we no, said, um, um, the Pasuk said, <laughs> and we said the best way to do that is Nadunya. So, what's your problem, Rev. Why do you not want to come in and discuss Nadunya issues? So, Amar Leh, Rev. said, hani, uh, Yeah, you're right. That if the father if the father of the bride, if the father of really wants to give it, so then 100%, I have no problem with it. But I'm not going to force it. So, Amar so Rehuda says, What are you talking about forcing? I wasn't strong arming anybody. Amar he didn't. I didn't tell you to come in and force my shver to give a big Nadunya. That was Rabbi Yehuda's presence, and we're going to see this idea. Rabbi Yehuda was held in very high esteem, and therefore, yes, he came out to be Rabbi Papa. Rabbi Papa was saying, "I want you to come with me into Be'Abasura, whether or not this was uh, his intent or not." Uh, Rabbi Yehuda didn't want to because he felt like his presence being there. So, uh, right. So, so he said, "Ah, I." So Rabbi Yehuda said, "I, I don't want to come because." Yes, I understand the dunyas are okay, even though it's being maver in the nachla, it's going against this, this spirit of law, but it's built in. I understand that, but not to force. And so, I didn't tell you to go force. I told you to just come in and don't force. I mean, just accompany me in. The fact that I'm there. That he was such a talmud chacham, the fact that he was there, that would be considered the presence of a great of a great man, such as Rabbi Yehuda, would have forced Basur, would have forced his father in law to give a bigger Nadunya, Just the presence being there. So now Akpe, so Papa ended up forcing. Speaking of forcing, Papa ended up forcing Vaal that he forced Reb Yehuda to come in. Ishtik. So Rabbi Yehuda just sat there quietly in the corner. Okay, he was moping. He didn't really want to be there. He didn't want to... He, he knew that... He knew exactly what was going on. So, Ishtik v'yasev. he sat there, and he was quiet. Savara hahum So, Be'abah thought, or was upset. He thought he was being stingy. So, Kasveh He wrote into the everything, everything. Every penny that he had. Now, the B'farshim bring down over here. This is what we just said. We said yesterday. We said, how much is it? Abayi Baraba Damri We said... A 10, up, up to a 10. So how could he write in everything? So there is a discussion when, when he said, is that um, up to, but you can't violate it, or how much should a person give? Okay, according to the way Texas understands it, it's that you're not allowed to give more than a 10th. However, the way to, un- to, to reconcile that here, that would only be, meaning a tenth of the nechassim is when we are apportioning the dunya from the father's estate. And we brought this idea before that there's two things that the father provides to his daughter even after the father dies. So that's, and the way to answer it is that 10% is only limited when we're going into the father's estate. But when the father's alive, just like he can give him a tana, just can give him a tonah to whoever he wants, so too he can give unlimited amounts. And maybe that's what's going on over here. But either way, I'll call upon in the story. Be'ab Asura, the father-in-law of Papa Shver, wrote everything that he had because of the presence of Yehuda, the safe, amalei, hashtanami, lo'y mishto'y right? Yehuda was still sitting there in the corner with a, with, with a, a look of what he thought, what Be'ab interpreted as disapproval. He said, you're still not happy. mar. He says, right? He made a shvua. I gave everything. What else do you want from me? Why are you sitting there? You're not you, you look like you're not happy with with what I gave to the Nadunya. he said, uh, oh, you, you want my opinion? Ime noid, I feel hainami de He says, I don't think you should have written anything. So I probably go, oh really? So Bayabasura says, Really? The only reason I you Rebbe Yehuda, hold that you I shouldn't write Nadunya at all? The whole he says <laughs> he says, Okay, so then I only did it for you. Umrlay, hashdenami Ahderbi. Okay, so I'm gonna take it back. So Rabbi said, sorry, I'm Na you already committed yourself, okay? I didn't think you should give it in the first place, but you already committed yourself, and therefore you can't go back on what you already committed to, so he had to, have to give it there again, whether that was Papa's intention or not, the whole way, um, we don't necessarily know, but I'll come on him a story in regards to in the dunya. Okay, so let's say the woman, the woman goes ahead and she sells her ksuba to her husband. Meaning, she's selling her ksuba to her husband. Okay, we're going to have to see, the Gemara is going to discuss two versions of the shilas. So let's read the words of the Gemara, and then we're going to try to understand, because the Gemara is really going to bring two different shilas here that on the surface seem to be the same. And based on some nuances in Rashi, we could pick up that it's actually different. So okay, the woman sells her ksuba to her husband. So specifically, do we say that when she sells the ksuba to her husband, in other words, like this, normally... When a person sells the ksuba, they're selling it generally, we'll say generally, if it's going to be realized. Okay, meaning if, I go, if, if she goes in and sells her ksuba to somebody on the street, so any ksuba is, we'll call it, like we said, we'll call it a 50-50 proposition. It's only going to be realized, only going to turn into a ksuba if I go and I buy the rights to a ksuba, a woman sells the rights to a ksuba. It's only her rights on the tzad that the husband either divorces her or dies first but if she dies first the husband and there is no ksuba there so anytime a is selling it so the question is what about when she sells it to her husband Well to, again we'll have to go into this a little bit more but yes so do we say that she sold the rights to the ksuba well meaning let's say the ksuba was never really actualized it never came into existence because she died first Then, the, then then so the husband's yarshin, Yarshins her, then the husband dies. Okay, now do we say, do we still have to abide by the rules of the Ksuba's been in even though she sold the kusuba So Amalai Rabba, Vitibayalakmachales. Well, we're gonna right? like I said, let's let's go through the two lush of the Shiloh, because I don't want to commit to one lashon over the other. Again, it's not clear from the reading of the Mara that it's even two separate lush, like I said it's some nuances in Rashi. So just Hold off on from the haras, let's go through the soya, and then we'll, we'll put it all together in a way that I think is going to make, is going to make sense. It'll fit together nicely. So Ravah said to Rav Yemar Saba, he says, I don't understand. Why are you asking me about, you're jumping to ask about a woman who sold her ksuba? What happens if the woman is just meichel her to her husband? So Amar Le, Rabbi Yemer said, "Hashda Meicheres Kami Avada." It's going to be a shiloh. I'm asking about Meicheres, even in this situation. The afagab de Zuzi ansuha, even though there's a Havamina that why did she sell it? Because she needed money. She was up against. She was up against the guard. She, she needed the money. She had no other options. She was so desperate that she had to sell her ksuba. So, and yet, it's going to be a shiloh whether or not. Included in that, she essentially, when she sold the ksuba to her husband to raise funds, was it was it ksuba has been indifferent or not? amina. what do I consider a woman selling her ksuba? It's like, keman It's such a schwer zach that it's like somebody hit her a hundred times with a stick with iron at the end. Okay? Meaning that, it, that she was obviously forced into it. mibaya. Then, for sure, it would be a shayla. Okay? Meaning... And that's the way, I just explained the way Rashi explains it. Meaning, R- Rav asked the Shiloh, what happens if she sells a ksuba to her husband? Rava said, why don't you ask about Meichelas? Rav said, yeah, that would also be, of course Meichelas would be a Shiloh. So what do, how do we understand this? The general idea is, like, is that when she goes ahead and is Meichel her ksuba to her husband, okay, she's essentially playing fast and loose with a tenai Besin. And she's saying, right, is, we have an idea of ksuba. we have an idea of Nadunya. we built in all these protections of women. She's like, oh, Michael it to my husband. So if if when she's Michael it, if so, again, if when she's forced into it, the way Rashi explains it is if when she's forced into it, the Shiloh would follow. If when she's forced into it, so I would think that she loses, um, she loses her. It's a Shiloh, whether she loses her sub-spin and for sure when she decides to just give up on her rights, to give it to her husband, to be it, for sure it would also be a shiloh. That's the rational. So Tyson says that no, for sure, not for sure it would be a shiloh, but for sure she loses the ksuba's bin in because she was playing kill with it, right? She, she said, I don't need it. tonight, Bezdin, what do I need this for? I'm being meichalit to, to her husband. So for sure she would lose it. Why would they presume that he's pressure on her so he can sell his properties free and clear of the lien from the ksuba? She's not doing it because she's just being so... So nice. I, I don't. Do it. I don't know how that would help anything. She's doing it. She, she needs the money. That's why she's selling it. That's why she's doing it. So now, Rava. So Amar Rava. Okay. So that's the Shiloh. When she sells it to her husband. Now Amar Rava. Pshita li ksuba salah It's pusha to me that if she sells her ksuba to others, like we explained, she sells it to somebody else, not the husband. Yesh lo ksubas b'indechrin. That she has ksubas dichrin. My taima, Zuzi Ansuha. she was forced into it. So how are we going to explain the Shailah of Rava? Rava says like this: Number one, if she went ahead, it's pashit that if she sold her ksuba to somebody else, again, any time the woman's going to sell her ksuba, it's only on the tzad that the tzuba is going to be realized, meaning that the husband dies first or divorces her. Okay, so therefore, even though she sold it, it's pashit that when she sold it to somebody else, she was only selling it on that tzad. What we call Rashi explains here: Teivas Handa. On the tzad that the ksuba would get realized, and the ksuba because she needed the money, ksuba didn't get realized. So then she wasn't doing it because she wanted to be mezalzel in the tzei bezin. She was doing it because she didn't have a choice, and therefore the ksuba's been in Dikhrin is going to stay in effect. Okay, now. The way that Mefarshim explained the difference between Rabbi Yemar and Rava here is that Rava's talking about now that she only sold the Teva Sanah, meaning she only sold the Tzad that the Tzad will be realized and actualized. So again, she never even intended, but, but the way they explain it is, Chief Mekrasis explains it this way, that by Rabbi Yemar, it was a Shailah, when Rabbi Yemar asked the same, What we're gonna ask the same Shailah and Rava and Rabbi Yemar, in Rabbi Yemar, she actually sold the whole ksuba, so included, including the tenai ksuba, including the ksuba's been in So the question is, do we say that since she sold it, she sold the whole ksuba because she was selling it to her husband that she loses the ksuba's been in or do we say no that that uh, clause in the ksuba's been in Dichrin, even though she sold it, it could still it could still be realized later after the husband dies. So again, Rava says, My time as would say, right? She only sold the tzad that, that she's going to get a ksuba. That's what she's selling to somebody else. She never sold the tzad that she's not going to get a ksuba. A been a different was never intended to be there. And she did it because she was forced into it. So we shouldn't hold it against her and tell her and almost look like a penalty that she's going to lose ksuba. However, my cheles labala, ain't luck ksuba's been if she is it to her husband, she's not going to have Ksubas bin Again, there we're going to say that she was Mizalzel in the Tanai Bezdin of the whole thing of Ksubah. She went ahead and said, you know what? I understand there's a Ksubah, there's a Dunya, there's a whole lot of reason and logic built into this in the Tanai, all these Tanai Bezdin that come along with Ksubah. Forget about it. I'm it to you. She says to her husband, so it's almost like a Knas. She said she played loose with the whole concept of the Tanai Bezdin. So we say, you know what? Ksubas bin is not going to survive. When she's it." Every, she's Michael. Everything, and she, she's going to lose that later. Does she have a right to sell something that's been in the room? Because that's not even her... Not, it's, not, it's not even her rights. Once it's in the ksuba, it's not her rights. It's not in her rights. It's, it's the kids. Well, she could sell... It, it's the kids, but it's coming it's mikayach coming, her ksuba. Right, but now that, once it's there it's now a now that has actually just so you know get, the kid. that's I mean that's really what the Gemara is asking right the Gemara's shaila is now you you want to go uh, just one step further what is the logic that she should but e- either way again we see this idea that when she is mykhala suksuba mykhals suksubala inuk suba in der hun mytima akhule achilta because she was mykhala so definitely she has the kayach, and that's not up for debate at least in this tzad, Rava's tzad of the Shiloh of the Gemara, that she's meichel it. She definitely can be meichel the like, Ksuvah's been indifferent. So it's 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 right. It's But again, it has to do with the way Rashi. If you if you read if you read Rashi, achule achilta v'nekel be'ena be'ene. It was kill So since she was nekel in the takanas chachamim, so the chachamim took away Ksuvah's been indifferent. Okay, it almost sounds like a penalty. So what's Ravashila? What happens when she sells it to her husband? Is it like la lachirim dummy? In which case, la we're going to say that the ksuba's been stays. That was pashit. Or do we say that it's like bala dummy and there is no ksuba's been indifferent? Okay, so Rabbi Yamar Saba, let's just go through the progression. Rabbi Yamar Saba asks asked the, um, Asked Nachman, he asked, what happens if a woman sells Zuxuba to her husband? Rava said, why are you asking about selling, Talk about Mechila? He says, they're both a Shiloh. So it means that Rava holds, that Rava holds that it was also a shila when it came to Mechila. Okay? Then Rava says, Pshitali, if she sold it to somebody else, she sold it to somebody else, then she's going to get, she'll, she'll, the, The ksubahs benedichmen will be maintained. If she's maychelet, she decided, eh, it doesn't mean that much to me, so therefore she's going to lose the ksubahs benedichmen. The question is, when she sells it to her husband, specifically, when she sells it to her husband, do we say she's going to keep it or lose it? Do we say it's like she's being maychelet when she sells it to her husband? Because at least the ksubahs benedichmen part is relevant to him? Or do we say that, no, it's like she sold it to somebody else? So in the in the first part, the Mir Sama part, it sounds like Rava holds that when it comes to mechila, it would also be a shaila. Okay. Yet when it comes to the second part over here, he says pshita meichelas. Rava says that it's Pushit if she was meichelit that she loses a ksusu spin and So this is where we have to, like I said, we have to explain that these two different shals of the gemara are not really the exact same case. The Rava is talking about where she only sold the Tzad of the Ksuba, she only sold the Tzad of the Ksuba on that it would be realized or actualized, meaning if the husband died first or the husband divorced her. And therefore the Gemara had to explain in Rabbah, if she is Meichel, so again, it's because she was killed, therefore we're gonna take away the Ksubah's been indifferent, even though she never really intended to sell that. Rav Yamer Saba was asking the question when she sold the whole thing to the husband, on that side, it's actual. On that side, it's not. There, Rava had the same Shiloh. So again, to burn this down, it seems like in the first Lashon where Rava is challenging Ravah Saba, he's asking, he's, he holds that Mechila is a Shiloh. In the second side, Mechila is not a Shiloh. She's going to lose it. And the answer is, well, it depends on what the situation of the case was. That in the first case, we're talking about where in the first case, she sold the whole thing to her husband. Why? When we said she sells something Zuze on she was forced into it. so she sold the whole thing because she was for, essentially she was pressed for money. So there maybe it's not such a bizion to the Taai, we are not even Rava's going to hold it still a Shiloh. We're not going to necessarily take away the sub-suba different. In the second side, Rava says that if, if he was, if she was Michaellet, since if she was Michael. Then in the second side, uh, it was only on the side, the Tevis Hanah, she was doing it to raise money. But if she was it, then we will say that um, since she didn't sell it, she was Meichalit, therefore we're going to definitely say that um, she will lose. Again, in the first side, there's more room for Shiloh whether she's going to lose it or not, even though in the second side she's going to lose it because in the first side she actually sold it, and in the second side she was Meichalit. Okay, but either way, so again, that's the Shiloh rubber R- had that on the surface looks similar to a but they're fundamentally a little bit different. So after he asked the Shiloh, Rava said, again, do we consider when a woman sells, the, sells her Ksuba to her husband, do we consider that like a Mechila or like a Mechira to somebody else? a vis that it's taka-like, she sold it to somebody else. We're going to say, Zuze she ansua, she needed the money, and therefore she's not going to lose the in Dechran. rav bar oven. So let's ask, right? Let's ask this. We're going to ask the following kasha. Mesa, now this is something we're familiar with. We had this in Haisha, in Yavamas, that a woman who Eid shows up and says, Your husband died. Right, we said Mishomigunei Kuleber Rabbanon. However, since we said that a woman can get married based on Eid Echad, we are going to throw the book at her. And she's going to lose everything she would have in case she's wrong. Okay, so go ahead and do it, but at your own risk. So Mesa, let's say, Enyershin shows up. Let's say this woman dies. Again, so the woman got married, her husband showed up. Her real husband, woman got married to number two, her real husband showed up. So we said in all the things, she doesn't have a ksuba, not from the first husband, not from the second husband. Okay, she loses her ksuba from the first husband, Okay, as a penalty, we throw the book at you. That's what we said in the Mishnah. They're not going to yerish her ksuba. What do you mean they're not gonna She already lost her ksuba. We said she doesn't get a ksuba from the first one or the second one. So how could we, why isn't it a further penalty to say they're not gonna Yarushana Ksuba? We already took away the Ksuba. What are we talking about? That's what we we're talking about. so why are we saying that she should lose the has been in Again, this idea here that when she's Maichalit, she does it willingly. That's what we said. When she's maikalit, she's, she's gonna lose the has been in when she's forced into it because she needs to raise funds, so she sells her ksuba to somebody else, she's not going to, we're not, we're not going to, she didn't play fast and loose. We're not going to go ahead and take away the ksubus So if so, why does she lose the bin Why does that woman who got married, based on it, lose the ksubus benedichren, hachanam hara forced her, essentially just like money forced her, Right, that she needed money, so she had to sell the ksuba, and we don't look at it as a zozo to the ksuba, and therefore, the zilzul to the nine peasant we're going to take away the Xuba's been in Dichrin. So to over here, she needed, a, she needed a man, she needed to get married. So why are you going to hold that against her? If you're saying Anus, based on money, therefore she shouldn't lose ksuba's been in why over here, <coughs> she's Anus, yateser Ansa, right? She wanted a new husband. And she was essentially forced. That was her only way to continue on and live a, a, live a normal life. So, why are we going to take away the Ksuba Smedendikran? So the Gemara says, You're right. It doesn't have to, it, it is a separate Knas. It's not about the, it's not, we're not, we didn't take it away, the Ksuba indifferent because it's a zilzel in the Ksuba, like over here, like we talked about when she's it. Rather, the reason we took it away over there was because we throw the book at you at any possible. Penalty we can extract. We said, go get married. The woman can go get married. But any possible penalty that we can extract from her, we're going to. And therefore, this one will be included. Rubin Barchanina, So Ravin said, Mishmei Balazar, es similar idea. Let's say she's, Meichal her La to her husband, Ein la Then not only, again, we discussed, Ravin said, does she lose the Ksubas bin adichrin? Yeah, we said, okay, but not only that, but even she's going to lose Me because Mizainus is a is part of the rites that are written in the Ksusuba. So she's going to lose it. Armelaei. Ralchista <clears> said back to Robin, "Elab de kamert the de gavaraba. Had you not said over this Memra Bshemer Balazer, was a gavaraba havaminalach." I would say I don't really agree to it. Meshiv, I would have quoted the following Posuk, ra tacha No good deed goes unpunished. Meishiv ra tachas tiva, lissa mush rami Okay, that we see that uh, it's not a good thing. So again, got, the fact that she was meichel the ksuba, she did a favor to her husband. Why should we? Why should we pull away the Mezaynas from her? However, now that you said it b'shem Balazar, I can't argue on it. Okay, Yosef of Nachman ula baAdimi bar Papi, the Yosef, so Nachman and Ula were sitting there. bar the bar Ami bar was sitting with them. So they all. They were all. They were all. Um, they were all in a group together, asahu gavra the So a certain guy showed up. His arusa had passed away. Umri lay. So Rav uh, Nachman and Ula said to this man, zil kavar. Either so again, it was an arusa. So he said, zil Either bury her, or give her a ksuba. Meaning you got these are things written into the ksuba. So either give her a ksuba or bury her. Amr lohu, got up and said, What are you talking about? Again, Rahia was there with Ranachun and Ula and he said, Tanina ishtay Arusa Loy Ainabala that a that when a a when a man is uh, has an arusa, so Lo Ainevala he is not allowed to uh, he doesn't become an Ain, he's not to, to her. Again, if he is a Kayan, a Kayan is allowed to be Mitama to his wife, <laughs> but he is not uh, but not his Arusa. It's only when they she's an Asuwa so Okay, we have to explain exactly what that means. um, because uh, she's not normally within um, she's not normally within the rules of tama. Again, when we're talking about a kain. Is a kain coming tama to his wife? right? That there's certain. There's certain a Kayin is allowed to be to his wife. So we're saying he is allowed to be to an arusa. She doesn't have to be. Metamah, to him is the way Rashi explains it, even though, okay, um, Mesa ain't a Yersha, but what's the point? Mesa, if she dies, when she's in Arusa, ain't a Yersha. The husband is not going to get the Nedunia in the Ksuba. Mesa who? So, however, if he dies, then she will get the Ksuba. Taima, the Mesa who? It's only, meaning when does the Ksuba Go live. That's only if he dies. However, what happened in this story? Hamesa he she died. So if she dies, the husband doesn't get the nadunya He doesn't get the nadunya that's written in the ksuba. He doesn't yarsh in the ksuba when she's in arusa. So how could how could you go ahead and tell her? Reb is saying to Reb Nachman and Ula, how could you go ahead and, and and tell this man that he has to bury his wife or pay a ksuba? What are you talking about? Okay, Hamesa he ain't la subasa. So since. When she, if she would die, there would be no ksuba. He doesn't, in the dunya. If he doesn't, in the dunya, he shouldn't have to bury her, which is also a tenai in that same ksuba. It should go both ways. My taima, am rabbi Why? Because she doesn't fit into the category of Kariba, titli When you get married to somebody else, you can take. You can take your So again, Rav Chia was taking issue with Rav Nachan and Ula that said that a arusa he would have to go ahead and bury her or pay out her ksuba. What do you mean? There is no only if he dies is there a ksuba. But if she dies, he doesn't get the ksuba. If he doesn't get the ksuba, then he shouldn't have the responsibilities written within the ksuba. Kiyasa Ravin Arusa So too when when Ravin the Shemir <coughs> Shakish said Arusa Shemesa Arusa died ain't like Subasa. In ksuba. She has no ksuba. What, what does that mean, the, that you can't apply that to her when you marry somebody else? S-s- meaning, in the ksuba, it's written, <laughs> when you... The referring to. The akher to another husband. Meaning, when I die, yeah. that's what the guy is essentially saying. And you marry somebody else, titli masha kosov You'll be able to take your nidunya with you. Okay. So now, Kyasa Raven Amrish Arusa Shame so ain't no Like Ravchia was timing. When Arusa dies, there's no ksuba. Amluabaya Abila said to Ravin, uh, <coughs> Zilu Amrule Shikilo Tevusah, Shadya Akizri. Take your memrah. No, this bees it's a uh it's expression saying there's no khirish. Take your memor and throw it on a bunch of thorns. Meaning there's no khirish what you're saying that she doesn't get a qsuba kvar kh, kvar tirgumar revoishia the shmait to Okay, so the revsha Re, already said this, Memra, he already said this, Din, that an Arusa that dies will not get her, that uh, that dies, that he does not get, he does not Yarshin the nadunya in the Ksuba. Now, the next part of the Mishra said, again, this was other Tanai Ksubas that we had written in, that any female children that you have, that we have together, are going to get Mizaynais, we said, until Adetiluchol Nguver, until they get married. So again, the guy writes in, even though the woman is, is going to, the woman will die, the woman dies. So the suba isn't a valid but written into there, to one of the Tanai Subas, even though the k'suba was never actualized, is that he is going to, when the husband passes, he will provide mesoinus to the female daughters. So now, Rav Tanina had said, until they are taken, right, until they get married. Now what does that mean, is it aresin? Or is that Nesuin? So, Rav Tani Adit Lachl Le guvrin. The Levi Tani, no, he has a different Lashan. He says it's not until they get married, but rather Adit Abagrin. So now we have a problem with both of these. Okay? L-rav de so Rav, now, ostensibly, the father is basically saying that if I should pass, I will give our daughters the same rights from a build in to the Yerusha that they're going to get Mizainas. From the assignment, just like they would have when the father was alive. So we should limit what the assignment have to provide to what the father would have provided when the father was alive. Now, the father would provide mesinus until what point? Only in, through Nairus. Once she became a bagarist, the father wouldn't provide mesinus. Number one. Number two, she's on her own. She's in her own rishos. Number two, if she would get married, then also the... She's in the husband's Rashus, she's out of the father's reshose, the father wouldn't provide mezainus. So it should be limited to the rights that the father or whatever the father would have provided. So that's what we're asking. How could you tell me Larab de Bagar, even though she was already a Bageras? You're saying she's gonna get Mazinus aj to look on meaning until she gets married, even though she's a Bageris? No, she should lose the Mizinus once she's a Bageris. So we should limit what the assembly have to provide until she's a Bageris. The lady the he's saying only Bageris. That means even though she gets married again, she's out of the father's rishos. So these, these, these—what are they arguing about? They both should be true. Ella, you have to say it's right. It's true. Everyone's going to agree if either one of these two th- things happen: either she gets married or she becomes a vagares. Everyone's going to say that the yusaimim no longer have to provide the bagar. We're arguing when she only does eresin. And she's not yet a bager. She's still a naira. She's still a katana. So there's iris going on. V'chein tani levi m'mas <coughs> nisa. tani levi m'mas Aditi bagrin. Like Levi said, Aditi until bagrin. V'yamti the v'insivin. Until she becomes a bageress. And it, it, it's the time for her to get married. So Tarti, What do you mean both? It should be either or. Ella, what does that mean? Aditi bagrin. O'yamti zmanehem Either one would, according to Levi, either one of them would work, would serve to end the misogynist that she's getting from, from the assignment, either until she's by Garris or until she, it's her time to get married. And um, Rav holds, um, now what is the, Rashi says that we're talking about the higia's man Nisu. man Zman Shnei Masar so it's Nisuin. So Levi holds that it's either Bageres or Nisuin, not nah, Arisin. Rav holds Arisin. So again, just to, we have a Machleikis here. We said that the daughter's going to get Mizainas until Tilachol Nagavern, until they're taken. Now, everybody would agree that if there was a Nisuin or she was a Bageres, that she's no longer going to get Mizainas from the assignment. There's a Machlekis, Levi holds it's only at either Nisuin or Higiazman, which is the equivalent of Nisuin. That she's going to lose mizaynus. Rav holds that no. As soon as there's erusin, if if she's a naira, if as soon as there's erusin, she's no longer going to get mizaynus from the yisayim. So and this is kitanoi. It's like a I must say, b'asti ad sheti ares. The Tanakama holds until there's erusin. So that's like Rav until erusin. Mishum rabba i amri ad sheti bager. That's like Levi. No, erusin doesn't count. It's it's only when she becomes a begaris. So now of course, if there's if she becomes a nesua or even, like Levi said, once you get past the 12 months in the erison, so that there's no question that the new husband is going to be providing the Muslim, since she doesn't have to provide it. Tani, Rav Yosef, Rav learned, he had a b'risa, again, he asked the similar shayla, which one is it? erison or nesuin, meaning, seems to be the same shayla Rav had, that seems to be Machlekes Rav and Levi, Will, will we say that once she becomes an arusa, she no longer gets mizaynes. So the Gemara says Teku. So Rav says to Rav On the surface, again, it seems to be the same shaila. Mishmi Did you hear anything from your Rav Yehuda? Arusa mezainus, Whether an arusa gets mezainus or not. Now we just said it was a machlekes rav, and lady. Then we said it's subject to a machlekes tanayim. So why isn't it just a well, we should He we should have simply answered, what are you, what are you asking me if Rebihudah said anything? It's Machlegis tanaim in the B'raisa. That's the way we answered it. So Taisa says, Okay, either he didn't hear the Machlegis tanaim or he wanted to know what's the halacha ma'isa. So Amrale. so he responded, Rabbi Yusuf responded to Chissa, I didn't hear anything from Rev Yehuda. However, Ella Misvara, Leslie, Misvara, as soon as she becomes an Arusa, she's no longer going to get Mizinus. Why? Because what's the whole point of the assignment providing Mizinus? It's to make sure she doesn't have to go knock on doors. Well, it's, it's, an, it's a zilzal. Well, now that she has an, an Arus, she has a husband essentially, the husband's gonna make sure that she doesn't have to knock on doors. So the Yusuf are released from the responsibility as she as soon as she's in Arusa. le Imash misvara Isla. Okay, if you didn't hear it, Misvara Isla, Kimla Bigaba. No. He he has to respond to Reb Yosef. It's very nice that you're saying, I wanted to know if you heard it from Yehuda. Then I'll be makabola. But if you're gonna start saying Svaras, you said a svara mistabra, that the auras is gonna do it to make sure that she's not there's no zilzol, and therefore the Yusavim can stop providing designers. I would say it the other way. Loishadi <laughs> misvara she'll continue getting designed from Yusamim. Why? Kimla because they could always, let's say this we had this idea of simpan, they could always he could find a mum in her and he could decide, you know what, I'm not, I'm not gonna go ahead and, and provide. Okay, or he could just be not interested. Maybe as an Arusa, he's saying, maybe this whole thing won't work out. Yeah, for right now, we're in and Maybe it won't work out. And therefore, he's not going to, so they have, once we're going into a Svara, it's not a Din that we heard from Yehuda, I could hear the Svara both ways. On the, on the Tzad Echa, the Aris wants to make sure his aris is taken care of, but on the Tzad Sheni, he's not 100% sure that this marriage is going to work out, so why should he throw money away while they're in Arison and therefore let the, um, the Yisem continue providing. L'Shadi okay? Zuzi Or you could say this with another Lashen, Amar Mishma Shmi'aleh Isla. So all we're doing in the second Lashen is switching around. Rabbi Yisem is switching around the Svarah. Rabbi Yisav said to Rabbi Chisda that Misvara Isla she should continue getting the mizainas given to like Kimlabigava because again he doesn't know if it's going to work out Lo he is he's not going to throw money out during the Erison on the that the is not going to work out he's not going to pay for her mizainas Amrale refkhista now responded the other way imashbi allah if you didn't hear if you didn't hear it Halakha from Yehuda lesla. I would say a svara the other way. keeping the irsal in the titezo and we'll stop here. That again, it's the same idea here. They're, they're playing with the two svars and the two different lashanas who said which svara? But these two questions and these two shilas. So again, the way Teisus explained it was even though it seems to be like the machlekes tana'im, which would be like the machlekes rab lady. Does not arusa get? Seems like we want to know what the halacha is, and we tried to apply it svara. And really they had a machlick, It's back and forth from the that there's two opposite svars. On the one hand, maybe she, even though the father promised Mizayinas from the Nikhse of the Yusim, as soon as there's an arus. He'll make sure she's not gonna, she won't have to knock on doors, and therefore he'll provide, so the assignment no longer have to provide. Or outside Shady, we could take a different Svara saying that no, since he's not 100% sure the marriage is gonna work out, he's not gonna take care of her during Aresen, and therefore she should continue getting the Zainas from the, from the uh, assignment.